Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and the home opener is in the books, everybody. Big win for the Toronto Rock in their first game back at First Ontario Centre in Hamilton. The NLL is back. Games were on TSN. Everybody is jacked up. It seems like we went from zero to a billion in just a couple of days, a couple of hours even, it felt like, uh, you know, just that game on Saturday night, and... We're all excited, and we wanted to kick things off with our first, I guess we'll call this our first true episode of the season, since we have actually played a game with the captain of the Toronto Rock, Challen Rogers. Challen, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I feel like I say that every single time. Wonderful. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? Yeah. That's like Letterkenny. How are you now? <laughs> how are you now? How are you now? Um, I don't know. Being back... A win. It's tough to put everything into words, but uh, let's just start with that. Like, you know, obviously the win makes everybody feel better, no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think everybody would thought it was great to be back, great crowd, everybody was into it. But, you know, Dan Dawson doesn't score those two goals late, and maybe we all kind of feel a little bit different uh, today, probably with a little bit more. Maybe there's even a little more pressure going into game two if you don't win game one. But overall, beyond wonderful <laughs> how are you feeling about game one uh i'm feeling great great yeah no um obviously like you said kind of being back after so long 600 and what 35 days um you know it's just it's great to just kind of walk out of the locker room and just kind of be with everyone before we ran out on the floor and and then obviously running onto the floor with with the uh, backing and support we got in in our new home was just something special and something that I'll never forget and then you top that off with like you said Doss just being the goat that he is scoring those two big goals and um, you know tying it and winning it for us so uh, great great first experience down in uh, Hamilton at the first Ontario Centre and um, you know we're looking to uh, not lose there very much if at all. That's a great plan now you mentioned that first time running on the floor and truth be told we kind of talked through this uh, yesterday but I want you to relay your whole experience with the player intros on Saturday night and I mean everything like everything from where you're supposed to go all this kind of stuff tell me the story the way you told it yesterday and then what happened when you actually ran out yeah I mean I I would say it was a little frantic um obviously the first time running through um but yeah for for my personal experience I'm the last one to go out so um, kind of just went out there and, and waiter who was our guy telling us where to go, what to do, all that. Um, you know, he told me to stand on the X and I was like, okay, here I go. And then he's like, go. And then I was kind of confused if I run out or just go to the X. And, and then he's just like, go, go, go. And then at that point I was just like, all right, I'm going. And then, uh, you know, I take probably two and a half steps on the floor and that half step almost makes me tumble and, and I trip running out. But Hopefully not many people saw that. And then I ran the wrong wrong side. My entire career <laughs> run to the left side, but first Ontario Centre, I decided to run to the right for, for the first time. 
First time, new building. Yeah. Getting to know the floor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to go back and, like, because you mentioned this to me yesterday, and I had to go back and look at the video, and, and you don't really stumble that bad. It, it was like the little, like, it almost like you went down, you got your balance, and you were good. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. I'm yeah. glad. Well, now I was talking with some of the boys and, and uh, kind of discussing what what I should have done if I did fall because a few other people were almost about to trip as well. So we just kind of talked through that. So was it the darkness? Because this is like a serious game ops question now is we want to make sure nobody <laughs> is going <laughs> to nobody's going to trip and this doesn't become a regular thing, especially if like, you know, two or three guys tripped in one night. That would be a bit <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, but hey, we have a plan for it if it happens and we fall. No. Is it a surprise plan? It is a surprise plan. We have a few <laughs> options. All right. I just don't want to see, don't want to see somebody you know take out the sparkler, like burst things, and just make it a real train wreck. But uh, well, Reed Reinhold just he went. Yeah. He just went. He he didn't go stand on the X or he just went. He was he was halfway across the floor when I announced his name. I looked down. I was like, oh, there's Reed. There's no spotlight on him. He's just running. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> Reed's just running. Uh, so after that, um, you guys played a game and played pretty well. And, you know, it was a great start. Robbie Hellier scores the first goal. I don't know. Was he – who did you predict? Did you participate in the burning question? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I said Latrell. You said Latrell. Latrell. A lot of people were going with D guys. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't him. It, wasn't <laughs> it was him. Robbie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like – what was it? Jay Noble, Robbie Hotshot. Yeah. I like that. Um, so what were you thinking? That first goal goes in, Robbie scores, like the place is going nuts instantly. It was, uh, you know, is that, how big is that even? I, I think in other sports, scoring first is maybe more important. I don't know. But getting that first goal must have been pretty big given the circumstances of first game back, first game in Hamilton, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I was fortunate enough to be on the floor and kind of have a front row view of Robbie scoring that goal. And, um, you know, it's just I think kind of when he scored that goal, just kind of listening to the crowd and how excited they were and how loud it got. Um, you know, it, it's certainly obviously the first time a goal has been scored at First Ontario Centre. And, um, you know, it, it wanted us to keep on plugging away and, and uh, get some more so we could hear that noise and build that momentum that the, the crowd gave us. And speaking of the noise, a lot of people were making reference to this, and you could almost see it in how the visiting team, even their players, when Albany was scoring goals, it seemed like they were even they were feeling it the other way, where it was like now it was finally like it seemed like there was just a bit more of an attitude even established in the building on Saturday night in the Rocks' favor that you know this was very quickly becoming a tough building to play in very loud and consistently loud and you know did you guys feel that you know when you're scoring is it just like you're you're feeling the crowd was that much more into it maybe I mean the other thing I started to think about sorry maybe to put words in your mouth here but you know when you you mentioned you know the 630 plus days between games like I think as a fan too you've saved up a lot of emotion too and maybe that's the thing you know some some of you guys, I'm sure, have saved up a lot of emotion and ready to let it out, too. Yeah, no, for sure. They definitely probably have some built-up uh, excitement that they've missed. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was a great experience, just how, how loud the crowd was. And like you were saying, when, when Albany would score goals, it seemed like it was dead silent. And you had 
12 people in the nosebleeds just yelling for Albany. Um, but, yeah, what a great experience and, and what a great uh, home crowd advantage we're building here at First Ontario. So when Mitch DeSnew takes the major penalty and they tie things up, because at that point it seemed like the Rock had all the momentum and not to say it was going to be a cruise to the finish line by any means, but you certainly had the game, it felt like at that point, totally in your control. And then the five-minute major happens, they bang a couple goals. Emotions on the bench, just how did things change? How did the game change in your mind when all that went down? Um, I don't I don't know if our kind of mindset changed at all. I think, um, you know, kind of throughout the past few years, we've we've learned how to, uh, you know, win the close ones and, and battle the adversity and come out on top. And, um, you know, I think that was the same kind of mindset going in when, when Mitchie got the uh, the five minute, you know, we want to obviously kill it for him. He's not trying to go out there and, and uh, get five minute penalties. So, you know, as a short man unit, as a D unit, we wanted to, wanted to uh you know um you know protect save save uh you know just new with that and um you know offensively I, I don't think the mindset changed either you know they wanted to keep pushing the ball keeping um you know offensive <laughs> and uh you know trying to trying to score goals but um you know it, although they scored twice on that you know I think we kind of built some momentum near the the end of that five-minute penalty, and, and that kind of carried into uh, what happened next. Now, what happened next? <laughs> Dan Dawson, who had a couple of, like, his tying goal, it was, he almost had a very similar kind of chance earlier in the game where, again, he kind of took the ball to the net had six or 12 guys that he was dragging on the way there. Yeah. It was very similar to the, the tying goal that he scored. But, I mean, how much of a lift does that give you guys on the bench when you see that guy, everything he's accomplished? He's 39 years old. I'm sure on Saturday morning everybody's going to go wake him up and wish him a happy 40th birthday. But, uh, like, what does it do for you guys when it's, when it's him? I mean, obviously the tying goal is big no matter who scores it. But when you see him and – and just what he puts his body <laughs> through in some circumstances just to get a goal. Yeah, no, I mean, he's had a, he had a few chances like that kind of throughout the game. And, you know, I think he was a little snake bitten, um, you know, crease call, whatever. But, uh, you know, what he's kind of gone through over the past few months here with losing his dad. And, and uh, you know, he, had, he was playing for a lot. That was the first time, um, you know, Joe wasn't in the crowd watching him. And, and, uh, you know, seeing him score that one, kind of get the monkey off his back for that. And, um, you know, we're we're so excited for him because we know what he's going through, right? And he's he's a leader on this team. He doesn't need a letter. And, and you know, um, obviously him tying it up and, and then getting the game winner, just the excitement, um, you know, from the bench and from everyone, uh, obviously in the building, but, um, you know, kind of within the organization. I'm just so excited for him. and, and uh glad that it ended up being the game-winning goal absolutely and what a night I mean it uh, is tough to put into words still and not to circle back to the same thing over and over again here but just organizationally speaking as well just everything that went into getting ready for that night playing in a new building um, you know introducing the game to a lot of new fans and that was something else I wanted to talk about you know did you you know, even after the game or anything like that, or 
or you know on social or anything like that did you get a lot of feedback or did you run into any people who said hey i was at my first game or um did you sense that even in the crowd i know at one point one point our in-game host scott fox asked you know how many people are at their first game and like a lot of people put their hands up rather than maybe cheering it was (laughs) (laughs) but uh but did you guys notice that like any first timers or run into people even afterwards just that different vibe yeah uh you know i've talked to a few people even kind of guys on the team and them branching out and talking to their families and and bringing people that may have not seen a game before and they they all thoroughly loved it um you know there's some people that uh just became diehard rock fans after the first game and and you know we love hearing that and um you know, we, we love putting on a show for those people, and, and uh, you know, hopefully hopefully it's just not t- them talking about it, and it's, it's them actually doing it, and we, we see them again. Now, there was something else that was going on off the floor at the home opener, and that was the sale of some custom hats that both you and your teammate, Nick Rose, designed, and I want to know, what, what's the feedback been that you've been receiving to your hat and your hat versus Rosie's hat? Um, a lot of positive things with my hat. I'll start with that first. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Got a few people that said they didn't like it. Um, but hey, whatever. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, our, that's opinion. Um, but yeah, same with Rosie. Uh, I remember kind of going through the process of building those hats and, and looking at Rosie's and I was not not optimistic about its final <laughs> final you knew uh, even then well i just right I'd, off the hop you knew i was like ah, i just i don't know what this is going to look like but um wow. you know when i first saw it in person i was like wow it turned out great um but yeah i think i think the response has been great i think i sold maybe 20 if not just a little bit more than 20 more than than rosie yep. did so i have that over his head but um you know what a great night to, to kind of sell those and um, even kind of coming back here Sunday and coaching uh, the track, saw a lot of kids rocking it, and um, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, love seeing that. So, just to circle back for a minute, so you like, so again, full disclosure, we put those together December 2020 was when that video was shot and when the design began. But of course, you know, the original plan was to release those in what could have been a shortened season in the spring of 2021 that didn't happen. But, um, but you knew then, and you didn't mention anything to Rosie during the design process. You weren't like, Hey man, or was it already like the competition's on, but you didn't say anything like, I'm not so sure you want to do that. You, you didn't. I, I kind of gave my creative, uh, okay. creative outlook on his hat <laughs> and kind of gave him some ideas, which I don't know if he, he, I can't remember if he, uh, you know, f- followed my little suggestions, but um, you know, it, it turned out great from what I was expecting it to look like. <laughs> Sound real pessimistic. Still about not his giving it a ringing endorsement. Yeah. No, right. no, it's great. I love it. Yeah, if you had to buy one, don't buy his. <laughs> <laughs> Until mine are all sold. Oh, also another jab. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Another thing that happened that fans are going to get to see pretty soon is your bobblehead and the painted version of it. The first mock-up basically arrived here in the building. And, you know, I was with you yesterday when you saw it for the first time. But tell people what you thought. What was the first impression of it? Now, people haven't probably seen the finished product yet. Um, You will very soon. 
It's not going to be available until March 26th at the March 26th game. It'll be, uh, you know, a, a door handout for the first 5,000 fans in attendance. But uh, your initial thoughts on the bobblehead and even just talk about going through the process. It's not an intense process yeah. or anything, but just <laughs> some of the fun of, of going through and designing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I think kind of growing up as a kid, you kind of collect bobbleheads. I know I had a Vancouver Ravens one back in the day when, when they were still in the NLL, and I think I had a Marcus Nasland one. But, uh, you know, you look at those and you never think that one day you'll kind of be turned into a bobblehead. And, um, you know, seeing it the first time, it, it's very realistic. I was, maybe this is a new fact to people listening, but I was born legally blind in my left eye. And it's kind of a little squintier than, than my right eye. And, uh, you know, you can even kind of tell that in the bobblehead, which is crazy to the attention to detail. But, um even just kind of the pose and everything, uh, the people that have seen it have kind of mentioned that, you know, it's it's maybe the best one they've ever seen. And just kind of the pose and, and you know, that the hair looks pretty good, not going to lie. <laughs> um, good flow on it, but uh, it, it was great. It was, it was a cool experience to, to see that, obviously, and then to kind of build it. I think the only thing we kind of had to change over and over again was the skin, co- skin tone. It was a little, little pale for me, but... Um, yeah, it was, it was a cool experience for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know when we were going through, and, and usually I'm involved in the process too, and um, just picking that pose too, and I always think, I don't know how many photos we have of you in that big signature wind-up of yours, and I think they did a great job capturing that, and that was kind of, when we were going through it, I thought that's the that's the thing we got to do. We got to have that uh, the big wind-up there so you'll see that. And the hair is... There is a healthy amount of hair on this thing. And I do have to note, I mean, when it was first sitting there on the desk, you just couldn't stop bobbling the head. That's all I noticed. You just sat there and you just kept bobbling the head. So that was kind of funny to to see. Um, now, to shift gears a little bit, we know, of course, you guys are all still living together. Been a bit of a change in the roster uh, at the house since the last time we probably all talked about this. Big thing. Brad Creed departs. <laughs> yeah. That's the big uh, – this is like the preseason roster, the key additions and uh, departures. But yep. uh, new additions to the house, I guess, since last season officially would only be – well, Dilksy and Latrell. Latrell didn't live in the house during the 1920 season, did he? No, he did not. He did not. Okay. No. So you got Dilksy, Latrell. Aaron. Oh, and Forster. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So – the new additions coming to the new season. How is the house shaping up? Uh, you know, same old. Looks uh, looks like it always has. You know, they fit in um, very well to that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's always great to have uh, some more teammates in the house. Just more chance to kind of bond and get to know them. And um, you know, Latrell's my roomie on the road and at home. So. Uh, you know, now we're just roomies all the time, which is great. <laughs> and we're locker mates too, so wow. um okay. yeah. can't get bored of Latrell. He's the man. No, and we did a uh, a podcast with him a little while ago and his personality, like it, it is coming out, it feels like more and more and more. Are you noticing that like away from the rink as well, or is he just same old Latrell kind of thing? But it seems like publicly and even just like when he's here around the office and around the building and stuff like that he's he's really seems to be coming out of his shell here 
Yeah, I mean, to to me, he's always kind of been out of his shell. I've kind of, I guess, been maybe fortunate to to experience that for, I mean, I guess since our rookie year. Um, but yeah, I, th I think he's just kind of coming into his own a little bit, and um, you know, he's finally healthy, which is just a great thing for him. He's just easily you know one of the strongest if not the strongest and fastest player in the NLL and and you know I'm just so excited to see where his future kind of where his uh, career kind of takes off here and um, you know he he goes as kind of an underrated guy in the league he uh, I've seen his rookie year he was unbelievable and then kind of battled some injuries and um, just to have him healthy and and just kind of see him build confidence every time he's on the floor um, it's just truly really something special, and I can't, uh, I can't wait to see kind of where it takes them. So coming up, the Halifax Thunderbirds, we get right into another game here Friday night, travel Thursday, first time uh, back on a plane with the team. Anyways, um, this is a big matchup, East Division matchup. A lot of people have picked the Thunderbirds to uh, be the team to come out of the East and potentially win this whole thing. It seems like everybody's kind of picked somebody in in terms of in the east whether it is toronto buffalo halifax seem to be kind of the consensus uh, top three picks that you always hear but a lot of people are on the thunderbirds so going into this game this weekend is, <laughs> is that add a little bit more well i mean honestly if yeah, everybody's talking yeah, about it, i'm no, sure naturally 100%. as a player on another team you're like all right well let's see like we're gonna go in and, and hopefully prove that wrong so what uh, what are you guys thinking going into this game against Halifax, a team that, you know, two years ago now beat, uh, you know, was probably one of the, the better rock wins at home here and then a narrow loss to them there that, you know, everybody seems to talk about if the game was two or three minutes longer, you guys might have won that one out there. So um, not a ton of changes on either team really when you think about it, the core of both teams are relatively the same. Mm. Uh, what are you expecting from this matchup on Friday night? They're, I mean, to start off, they're a great team. Uh, you know, we kind of saw that um, last time we were able to play. And, um, you know, th at the end of the day, though, as good as, as they are and as people say they are, it's it's not really about them. It's it's about us and how, how we go out there and perform. Um, you know, we think we have a very, very good team. And, and you know, they obviously think the same. So. You know, I, I, I expect this game to be a nail-biter. I expect it to be a good, close game. And, um, you know, I think that's what what the fans want. Uh, you know, it's going to be a hard-fought game. And, and um, just kind of watching their game from uh, last weekend, them playing SAS, they like to push the ball and transition, which is something that we obviously like to do a lot as well. So, uh, you know, two high-quality, potent offenses and, you know, two high-quality, potent defenses and especially kind of mixing the transition game it's it's going to be it's going to be a great game and uh you know a great test for us i think we want want to get these tests early um you know f face the adversity if we need to and, and learn how to cope with that adversity and and uh you know come out on top uh you know i think obviously albany playing them was was a big uh, step in the right direction um kind of battling that adversity but uh, it's there's so much parity in this league, especially in the, the East Division, and um, you know every game's going to be a battle. So we're excited to go there to one and O teams, and um, you know hopefully we come out with the two and Lastly, to get you out of here, let's talk about uh, what you're watching right now. Anything, anything popping out as a go-to right now that 
you're watching that you can't get enough of? Watching. Yeah, so, I mean, I was a little late to the party. Just finished Squid Game. Um, yeah. Just finished? Yeah. Just finished, yeah. I and took thoughts? my sweet time watching thoughts? that. I, th- I thought it was really good. Is that once you kind of got over the the fact that their mouth didn't, didn't <laughs> match, <laughs> yeah, didn't match with the, the words that were coming out. But yeah. um, you know, I I've also watched uh, or have been watching Narcos, the Mexico version. Yeah. Um, watched the first one. Uh, it's just they're both kind of the subtitle route. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Two two unbelievable shows. I like them a lot. I haven't got into Narcos Mexico yet. I watched the first one, but um, Squid Game, yeah, it took me a little bit to get into it, but I, it was interesting. Once I got going, I just pounded through the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> there were not too many breaks in there, but uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this like clearly spin off into whatever becomes season two. Mm-hmm. Um, why uh, just even maybe a bit more of an explanation as to why spoiler alert he didn't really touch any of the money he won and now wants to go back and yeah i mean i, I get it i guess that the moral compass sets in maybe and thinks yeah. maybe this is wrong i guess and and that uh, maybe he's going to do something about it but well, maybe he's a well i guess spoiler alert but maybe could he not possibly be like the next kind of game master essentially yeah what was that guy because the old guy was yeah just kind of got walked away, out yeah. that one time right when everyone else was getting eliminated yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone kind of didn't know and he shows up at the last bit and then just dies so, so you think he could be that guy he has the all the money yeah he has all the money to get that yeah going. you never know but on the other side reality tv more our speed at the house yeah survivor getting out yeah. getting down to the nitty-gritty also the challenge so two big shows for us at the house. What's the challenge? I haven't watched it. Um, it's a bunch of kind of people in in the house, and um, each week they have to participate in a challenge, um, usually <laughs> physically demanding. Okay. And with a little bit of mental um, gamesmanship in there, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really cool. It's a, it's kind of like Survivor a little bit. Um, kind of like big brother yeah kind of both of those mixed in one and uh yeah it's been going on forever the challenge really i've never uh never crossed my uh television screen celebrity big brother is coming up soon isn't it is it i, I think there might be one yeah did you watch the celebrity one last time yeah it was all right yeah, celebrity it got big better it's just like yeah yeah <laughs> okay i just I, I don't know i'd just rather you know the random people celebrities in there Depends on the cast, obviously. If they're, yeah, if it's a good cast, and I think Tom Green was in it. Was that last yeah. last yeah. year, a few years ago? And he made that show. He was hilarious. Yeah, he was pretty good on it. Yeah, loved him in there. But there's some celebrities where it's just like, get out of my face. You <laughs> <laughs> guys just cannot handle a few of them out there. But whatever. Right. Hey, fair enough. I'm sure, people say the same about me. <laughs> wow. Let's <laughs> hope not, Chow. Yeah, Let's no, hope not. No. All right. Okay, uh, well, good luck in Halifax. Safe travels out there to you and all the guys, of course. And, uh, yeah, everybody will be watching. Streaming this one on tsn.ca and through the TSN app. So available on all the TSN digital platforms. And uh, the game of the week, I believe, is Calgary this week. And, 
That'll be not on Friday. <laughs> Friday night, you're watching uh, the Thunderbirds and the Rock. Six o'clock start, of course. A little time difference there, but uh, run home from work and then dial it up and uh, stream it and throw it to your TV, however you like to get it there, and uh, sit back and enjoy, hopefully, another Rock W. Let's go. <laughs> That's going to be anyways. All right, Chow. Thanks a lot, and we will uh, we'll chat again soon. Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Mike. Wonderful. All right, that is Chow and Rogers, the captain of the Toronto Rock. Short break on Toronto Rock Total Access, and back with more in a moment. back to wrap things up here on this edition of toronto rock total access thank you very much to toronto rock captain challen rogers for joining us on the podcast this week and shedding a little bit of light on a lot of things but most notably again something the players just can't stop talking about is just how phenomenal the crowd was back on saturday night at the home opener the first time back in over 630 days incredible incredible atmosphere at first ontario center something that we all want to replicate and duplicate many times over this season and the next opportunity to do that will be on saturday december the 18th when the toronto rock play host to the philadelphia wings it is our first ever teddy bear toss night so you want to get there early get a bear or you can bring your own new or gently used bear and toss it onto the floor after the Rocks score their first goal in the second quarter. We can't emphasize that enough. We're not doing it right off the hop at the start of the game. Now, that could come in the third quarter or fourth quarter. We don't want that to happen because that means the Rock hasn't scored. So we are really hoping that those teddy bears will be tossed early in the second quarter. That's the second quarter. We want to make sure everybody has a chance to get into the arena get their seat and get a bear if they need one and be prepared and ready to toss your teddy bears at the start of the second quarter when the rocks score for the first time in that second quarter or the next time they score after the start of the second quarter right we don't want to see a 15 minute shutout or anything and it carry over into halftime although that could make for an interesting atmosphere but no we want to we want to make sure those bears are going to get tossed early in the second quarter, we have to thank our sponsor, Kojiko, for partnering with us on this night. And, of course, everything will be benefiting the United Way. It's our holiday game. We've got some other fun stuff planned for the evening as well. And, of course, you can still get yourself a holiday pack, which gets you two gold tickets and two toques to either the December 18th game, so you can wear your toques there, or if you decide you want it for the January 29th game, maybe giving it a gift, slide those toques and the digital tickets under the tree for that special lacrosse fan in your life. So you can pick either December 18th game or January 29th game. And for just 99 bucks, two toques and two gold tickets. And that is taxes, fees, everything included. So what you see is what you pay there, 99 bucks incredible deal for the holidays and that is available at torontorock.com slash holiday pack and that will link you to the Ticketmaster page to make that purchase 
Or if you want some more information on the holiday pack, you can always call us right here at the office, 416-596-3075. Ask for the ticket department, and somebody there can hop on the phone with you and assist you with any ticket questions you need. And, of course, we've also got prorated season tickets available still. So if you want a season membership for the rest of the year, they are prorated, which means it's now divided by 9 instead of divided by 10 because, of course, the – first home playoff game is included with all season memberships so we also have to give a big shout out to everybody who joined the rock city builders club and were wearing their red jerseys at the game on saturday night it looked awesome hopefully everybody wears them to every game and that's going to obviously set you guys apart as the builders club and you're with us we know for the next uh three seasons here and we have to give a big shout out to all of you guys who decided to jump in and take advantage of a great deal and are wearing those red rock jerseys with pride. So we love you builders club members and all season members and all rock fans alike. It is the holidays. Let's keep the positive vibes going. People Friday night, Toronto rock travel to Halifax, take on the Thunderbirds. It's a massive East division matchup here. Very early on in the season. It's one you don't want to miss. And you'll be able to not miss it because the game will be streamed on TSN's digital platform. So you can go to tsn.ca and click live or in the TSN app, click watch. Of course, you can always uh, stream that to your TV, throw it to your TV through Bluetooth or however you want to get it through. If you uh, plug in an HDMI cord to your uh, laptop and get it there that way, uh, however you want to do it, it really is up to you. But the fact is you can do it. And you can do that with each and every game this season, not only of the Toronto Rock, but the entire NLL season. Anytime on the weekend you want to dial up some pro lacrosse, you can get there on TSN's digital platforms this year, tsn.ca and the TSN app, and just fire it up. The only thing you have to do, log in with your cable or satellite provider's credentials. So whenever you're going in to look at, say, your uh, Kojiko or Rogers Cable account online, you obviously have a user and a password to get in there. That's the same information, the same credentials you use to log in to watch the Rock games and any NLL game through TSN's digital platform. So it's pretty easy to do, no extra cost at all if you are a subscriber to TSN through your cable or satellite package. So it couldn't be easier now to stream the games. And, of course, there is the TSN game of the week on your regular television viewing screen that is coming up each and every week for the Toronto rock broadcast schedule. Just jump onto torontorock.com. You can check out when the games are, uh, or when the rock are going to be featured in the game of the week games and everything else that you need to know there. So lots of info there at torontorock.com, pretty much anything you need. Uh, you'd be able to find it, uh, on the rock website. So, I think that about wraps up this edition of Toronto Rock Total Access. Again, big thanks to Challen Rogers, the captain, for stopping by. And we definitely have to say go Rock Go here. Friday night, 6 o'clock, the Rock and the Thunderbirds on TSN's digital platforms. Don't you dare miss it. In the meantime, and in between time, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with. We will chat next week. 